Hello everybody out there and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. We are here for our 117th installment here in the Talk That Talk Show. You know, like I said, each and every week you continue to give your trust and spend a little time with me, so I appreciate that so much. Shout out to Vitamin Z who's on our Instagram live stream. Shout out to Hawks. That boy heard on the Instagram live stream, and then everybody else that's joining us on Facebook Live as well. But we got a really exciting episode here for you today. We've had a lot that's really happened this week as far as in the sports world and you know just in the lives of our own as well, too. But um, we got a lot of people on here today that are going to uh, provide a couple different perspectives for you, and I'm really excited about it. Some that you guys may have seen before. Some of you tuning in uh, for the first time might be your first time seeing them, man. But, you know, just be, be excited. And uh, I tell you what, it's going to be a great episode. So before we get into it, I uh, definitely want to give a special shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Joe Snow Maria over at New York Life. Helping people to get their financial freedom every single day. Also want to give a shout out to my boy Savion Gaynor over at Skydye Socks. That's my hat brother over there, and you know we've been doing a lot of big things, you know, um, just as far as designing and as far as building the brand. So, you know, I appreciate him so much, and like we said, it's always important to have positive people around you. I also want to give a big shout out to Jeff Galata over at Air We Are. Um, he's had a, a nice big time recovery. Uh, seeing that he's in good spirits, uh, thank you so much for everyone that had him in your prayers, because you know he's he's feeling much better, and uh, you know I'm glad to hear that from him, yo. And then finally, want to give a big shout out to my boy Timmy Hugel over at Ink Parlor. Yo, he's helped me to put some of these new pins into motion. Yo, the second version of our, our t-shirts are going to be fire. And then even talk that talk show. Don't worry, man. We got some heat coming that way with some uh, some shorts, actually, from the pre-order that people ordered in. And then also, I got some stuff I don't want to tell you just yet. So you just keep tuning in. You know, keep um, you know sticking with me. We actually added some uh, some things to the website as well. You can check us out at talkthattalkshow.com. You know, subscribing on YouTube. Do anything, man. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. And don't be afraid if you're not watching the show live, guys. That's the whole reason why we have a podcast here. Um, shout out to my boy Troy Anthony. It was so good to just hear from him. He, you know, thanked me for his shout out. And, you know, I didn't expect him or know that he was listening or tuning in. And it just showed me and proved to me again that you never know who's watching. And that's why it's so important that I come here each and every week to deliver you guys the show that you want to hear. So without further ado... I got the first guest here on the show tonight. No heme hold, all right? We're going to give the disclaimer. But, yo, we want to give a big round of applause. He beat my Knicks in the playoffs. I'm going to – I forgive him for that. We're going to let him on the show. Everyone, please give a big, warm round of applause for Theo Mayhem. And just in time, we got Al who just signed in. Shout out to Doc G all the way in Poconos. Hope you're having a good time, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, Theo? What's good, B? How, How you, you doing, feeling, man? man? How you doing, man? You already know what the Hawks do. I, t I tell you, my <laughs> man, had, he came different here, yo. He came into my house. I'm not going to lie. I had, a, I had a Mets shirt on thinking I was flying. like, yeah, I'm going to wear a free shirt Friday. Mets playing on Friday. <laughs> And then Theo came out, he just, he just, he just stepped on me, man. He was just wilding on me. 
I'm like, I'm just glad it wasn't a Trey Young jersey. Oh, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't do that, man. Look, man, he's not good in Dykeman, so I know he wouldn't be good here. So <laughs> <laughs> he's not valid. But, um, yo, uh, this is the first time I really got to talk to you, you know, past the playoffs. But, you know, just how did you feel about your Hawks? You know, did you expect them to you know, not only beat the Knicks, but to go as far as they did? And, you know, what did you think about that? Uh, to be honest, um, I really didn't expect, uh, like, because we had such a bad start, uh, like, through, through like, uh, basically to the All-Star weekend, it was just really bad. And then when we fired our coach, best move ever. Yeah, <laughs> no, they were on fire after that happened. Man. After that, I, I guess I can see, like, you know, sometimes you play better when you have somebody you want to play under. Mm-hmm. And we just played amazing. And then, like, when we uh, went to the playoff run, I, uh, when we played the Knicks, I knew that would be a good series. Um, I didn't expect four one. I would say I say more like four two, four three, but man, it was crazy to even beat the seventy sixers. Like I was just like I was amazed by that. I thought I thought Embiid was going to be too much for us, and uh, I mean even to play the the uh, the Bucks the way we played them, it was like it was really amazing. Just thinking like maybe if Trey Young doesn't get hurt from the referee, mm-hmm. we could have maybe made the finals. So that was it was a great move for us. And I think that the big thing that happened too is kind of like, you know, so 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 often, you know, we kind of took away the notion that you know the Hawks and the Knicks were kind of riding that parallel path, and both teams, you know, exceeded expectations. But 100%. we just saw that you know the regular season was completely different from you know the postseason, mm-hmm. and the Hawks just seemed to you know without you know too much star power. I mean, they did it with you know. Bogdanovich, who, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much kicked up. And then you had Herder, who was playing well as well, too. So, you know, the Hawks were a tough team. And, you know, we've seen that they've also made some free agency pickups. Yes. So can you uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, what your team's done in free agency and what you feel about that? Uh, so the biggest part was uh, re-signing John Collins. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, like, we had to have him back. I mean, he said he wanted to run it back. So he ran, you know, he wants to run it back. And that was crazy because, remember, in the middle of the year, they were talking about trading this exactly. guy, you know? Exactly. And um, I think that I, that more or less, I think that had to do with the coach. So I think that moving the coach and also, like, the big playoff run made him, like, just say, I really want to stay here. And, um, I mean, we made some good moves in the uh, draft. Yes, sir. I love the players. I love Cooper, man. I, I can't wait to see him. I call him mini Trey. So <laughs> I, I hope he can really show out the way he, uh, that Trey Young really showed out th- uh, this year. Facts. And, you know, I think that, again, you know, the one thing that Atlanta has shown is that, you know, with the guys that they draft, you know, whether it's whatever coaching, you know, system that they have, we have guys or they have guys in Atlanta that just know how to um, groom players and how to develop players. And I think that that's very underrated, especially where you have the Knicks who have failed to develop players as well as, you know, preferably like with Kevin Knox or Frank Nilakina. You know, those are failed projects now. And we've seen that with the Hawks, they've been able to, you know, you know, build this team and build those key players to become contributors deep deep down in the stretch man yes. so you know is there anybody that you think that maybe you would like to add to that hawks team you know if you guys still ha- have some moves to make um i i really like the the trishan thompson uh pickup because we needed a backup center really really bad mm-hmm. uh, we had gallinari playing big man and that's that's a little scary I know, man. <laughs> so, he's no rim protector he's, he is not <laughs> so i mean i i'd like to get uh another solid big man maybe and just somebody that can back up John Collins and um and also uh, Capella, that yeah. would be really good because I think I think shooting wise we're fine. 
We're yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, we saw so many times in the Garden in the playoffs where, you know, the Knicks were coming back and you just get a couple dagger threes from guys. And, you know, it, it's just crazy, you know, that you also think, uh, who was also that guy that you guys had that was hurt for most of the year? Hunter. Hunter. Hunter, yeah. He, we needed him so bad during that last uh, last series. Yeah, You've seen it. And he and he was a very physical defender, man. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that a lot of times, especially with, you know, Knicks and a lot of the teams that struggle in the playoffs is from the perimeter perimeter defense and that's the one thing that I will say you know the Hawks did hold it down on the perimeter man but you know how how, like you know from what we've seen so far based off of you know what the Hawks did with going to the Eastern Conference Finals you know how far do you think this team can go next year uh like I'd say injuries aside uh I think we'll be another I can see us being four or five again four Mm -hmm. or five seed again I still think the 76ers are still good yeah the Bucks, another good team, and uh, who was the two seed? Um, I mean, the Knicks are still going to be good. They added Kemba, and they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, I still see us round four. I don't think uh, I, I, I love to believe in my team and say we're a championship team, but I, I have I know what we can do, and I can see that it's more or less maybe a conference finals, maybe okay. maybe the the second round. You know, and I don't I wouldn't put them too far out because I think, you know, Trey Young, you know, with him being motivated, I mean you see videos of him still playing basketball, you know. What Which saying? I love. You I know, love it. and that's what you like to see from your franchise guy, especially if you just missed or just missed taste mm-hmm. in that championship, man. So, you know, I also think that it was big that uh, the Knicks did re-sign Julius Randle. And I think the big thing for us was that he took the pay cut to give Mm -hmm. the team some flexibility. You know, why do you think it is, uh, Theo, that not many players are willing to do that these days, you feel like? Uh, You have the the Kawhi Leonard's (laughs) who are not willing to take any pay cut. He doesn't care. (laughs) And then you have the the players like Julius Randle who, who understand that he wants to win. Yes. And it can't just be... He saw this year... That it wasn't he couldn't do it by himself. Yeah. So he they tried to you know let him do his thing, do the point forward thing, and it didn't work. So I think this time he can if he can actually get a team around him, mm-hmm. they'll be like you know with Kimba maybe uh for, if Evan Fournier can play like he played against the USA team. Yeah. <laughs> well, you remember what Damian Lillard said? He goes, "Yo, these foreign players they start playing like they never played before when they go to." For the players of their countries, man, which is crazy, you know. It's but, a fact. You know, I, I definitely think that, you know, from the moves that have been made, it definitely will put both Atlanta and New York in a much better state to hopefully 100%. win some games, man. But one, you know, one team that didn't win uh, over the past weekend was Dipset, man. At least, <laughs> I, I don't know. So, did you watch that versus battle? A hundred percent, I was in there, invested, and saw everything. Oh man, it was crazy because we had just got out of bowling, and you know, I was in the parking lot, and I just had it streamed on the phone. I said, Doc. We're not moving. <laughs> I gotta watch this, man. So we watched, you know, the whole thing. And yeah, what? So what were your first impressions, man, when you watched that versus, bro? Um, I saw my boy Jada. Yeah. And I knew he was ready. I knew yes. he was ready. He looked ready. Um, it Dipset really looked like the Harlem kind of guys that you see oh, all the time. The, the kind of guys that come out flashy. You know, they came out with the new jewelry, yeah. new everything, and and. The locks came out ready to go, grimy and ready to go. Yes, they, they did. were ready to ride. They were, everything was good. Cameron and the rest of them, they showing off. They want to have the big crowd with them. Locks came with like 
Maybe 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 his wife. That's it. (laughs) He didn't come with nobody. (laughs) So they looked like they were ready to battle. And it it, it actually gave me a battle rap vibe where it was more like they were there and they were ready to rap. Yeah. Cameron and Dipset, they was ready to act. And it was yeah. it wasn't like they were really there, and they didn't even know their lyrics. So yeah, it was, uh, it, was, tough. It, was, it was it was bad. Especially someone <laughs> who was a big diplomats fan. Yes, it was, it was tough to watch Jewels when they cut the the lyrics off. Oh, My man, my was, <laughs> 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 that was terrible, man. But I think uh, I gotta ask you because I know I have my favorite. What was your favorite part of that versus battle? Oh, my favorite part? Yeah. Oh, man, there was too many. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why everybody getting the same question. Everybody had a different part. What was your favorite part? My man? favorite part had to be when, when Jada was just... Oh, no, actually, no. Oh, man, there was so many good parts. I know, I know. <laughs> it might have been when uh, Styles said shout out to Max V. And then say locked up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was actually really bad. I actually felt for oh, Dipset. Oh, man. <laughs> and right after you played Skull Gang, it just it wasn't yeah, good, man. It's like, you got to play Dipset songs if you have a Dipset battle, man. And I think, you know, one of my favorite parts was definitely when um, Sheik Looch, you know, of the only song that he had to perform, and my man Jewel's laid down and went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, it's not like you're killing it, bro. You got, you got no right to sleep on nobody, bro. Like, like we understand she loses the, you know. Everybody like, needs to play their role. Yeah, you know, you know he, he's the, the, the third. So. <laughs> I don't know what Freaky Zeke was doing, man. He, he, was the, uh, he was the dance girl that night. Oh, man, <laughs> man. Every time I saw him, I was thinking of that song. My girl wants to do party. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this dude ain't even rapping, bro. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Yo, we're going to stop the slander, man. Stop fighting my man Dips, man, my team. <laughs> but nah, the, the, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, I think if anything that can be, you know, song from that is just... You know, the preparation, you know what I'm saying? Jaden Kiss, literally, we have, uh, Isha said, Jaden Kiss has 63 <laughs> points, 14 rebounds, and no assists. <laughs> you know, it was true, because he, he did his lyrics, and then he did everybody else's lyrics. You know he I'm played saying? everybody's part that night, man. Oh, they, man. You could tell they rehearsed. You could yes. tell they rehearsed. They were ready. They were 100% ready. Yeah, man. But, you know, real quick, man, Theo, I appreciate you here for coming on the show. Oh, man. You already know. Yes. I appreciate you having me for the second time. Third time. Third time. Third time. Repeat, baby. Not too many people get to come here on the show. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate Theo so much for coming here on the show again. Um, Theo is somebody who's, you know, very knowledgeable. And, you know, I appreciate his... uh, you know, his knowledge so much, man. And he knows how to have a good time. And that's what it's all about. You know, shout out to everybody that's here uh, in, in the house as well, too. I got, you know, the whole gang's here. We got Kenny Lou, Z-Shaw. We got Tuan. I can't tell you the other two yet because they're about to come here on the show. So without further ado, the second person here on the show... You know, we, we joke around, we say he's the big blood, you know, <laughs> he's the big blood, um, a huge, huge Chicago Bulls fan, and let's hear what he has to think here. So here we go for Reese Smith, there you go. My boy, my boy, what's going on, Smith? man. Yo, guys, do you see the heat that he has on his head oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. now? Oh, man. Yo, with the icy blue bottles, the World Series. Oh, man. 
come on, me. Why you come on my show like Yo, that? Nah, I'm just here chilling in the grape room. He trying to ice me out, man. What the fuck? <laughs> come on, how you gonna ice me out my own show? <laughs> come here with some heat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? man. But yo, Reese. Uh, Peter is not here with us today, so there will not be tacos. <laughs> We're going to hear a lot more from Reese tonight. <laughs> but, yo, you know, just, you know, while we're on the topic, what was your thoughts of that versus battle? Oh, man, man listen, man. Um, I try- <laughs> you don't know where to start. Listen, man. I, first of all, I try to let everybody know, um, you know, we talking about the locks here, man. You know, everybody, you know, Dipset, Flashy, you know. Call me the big blood, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Back in the day, you know. Um, listen, man, they just, they weren't ready, man. It was bad. Uh, yeah. Worst part for me was when, uh, <laughs> yo, when Jada snatched his bandana. Oh, off, no! Like, oh, no! no. <laughs> he, and not, only just, not only just placed it, but he threw it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn, Jules, man, how, how you? <laughs> bro, it was so bad, man. Like, I, we, I, um, I was on Xbox with Theo and everybody that night. We was all watching in the party. And I'm just like, yo. This is bad, man. Like it was just a sad day for Harlem. Like I'm, yes. I, I'm sorry. I, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was bad. Jada came in there and you know, he, he destroyed him really by himself. <laughs> by man. himself and by himself. I think the worst part also for me was when uh, Jada kissed. I think he had just got done. I think um, I forget who it was. I think they uh, Dipset had just finished up like a, a track, mm-hmm. and Jada kiss said, "Nah, nah, that wasn't enough." <laughs> Y'all need another round. <laughs> I was like, damn, I got to take that for the Call of Duty, And man. it's crazy because, you know, Jim tried to play the whole gang role with the Purple City Bird game. And it's like, bro, that ain't even a hit. That's, ah, that's, a, yeah. that's a street classic. Ain't nobody really like, trying ah. to hear that. And I think that, like uh, Theo, uh, I guess, alluded to earlier was the fact that, you know, the lip syncing. Oh, once Jadakiss said it, you know, it was just so difficult to it. get off yeah, of it. Yeah, that was it. Then he called Cam out for living in Florida. You know what uh, I mean? He like, said, yo, you yeah. still in my New York, I'm outside. <laughs> I'm outside New York. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I, I, I. Let me, let, let me ask you this, Reese. Mm-hmm. Is it out of the realm of possibility to say that Jada Kiss had the best performance of this decade? Oh no, not at all. Absolutely, he definitely did. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I hate this. Who, of, who else was better? Than out of that, all the verses, man. Yeah, Jada. Killed it. I mean, and I don't even know what everybody was thinking when they they thought Fab was gonna beat him. I'm like, oh man, Fab, Fab got hits, but like, come on, man. Oh, <laughs> man. And it was bad. He wasn't even playing the the hits that we thought he would play of to keep course. up. He was playing, you know, the the lady joint, which is not bad. That's Fab Lane, you know what yeah. I mean? But it just it wasn't it, man. Not with Jada. <laughs> yeah, and that and that was the toughest part, man, because I know for me personally that um, you know. Dipset and, and Locks, yeah. you know, those are guys that, you know, we grow accustomed yes. to, you know yes. what I'm saying? And yes. we really, you know, we, we hold on to, you know, yes. those those feelings that they brought from yeah, us. Man. But, you know, to have, you know, someone like him that just, you know, fumbled the bag, <laughs> man. And then Jim Jones falls off the fucking <laughs> stage, man. Like, Yo, you know, on, you know what dog. he said? He said, apparently, he said that he dropped his wedding ring. Or something like that, and he dove in the crowd to go get it. I was like, "What? How'd you see it?" Guys, do you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Do you believe that? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like, come on, man. The video don't lie. You clearly walked off the stage and fell, man. Like, it was bad, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm just glad he didn't have Tim's on because yeah. he didn't really hurt so. Well, much. you seen that outfit he had on, looking like a shiny trash yeah, bag. I'm man. not losing nobody in leather pants. <laughs> Yo, there's just too many quotables from And he them. had the chain hanging from it. I'm like, where'd you get that fit from? Oh, like, man. He was watching too much Sons of Anarchy. Oh, my man. God. You know? It was bad, man. It was but, bad. But, you know, 
the when we're usually on the topic of, of laughing, sometimes it's at the expense of the bulls. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. right now, there's not much laughter because we've been making some good moves yeah, in Chicago. Man. So can you tell us a little bit about what Chicago's doing and how you're feeling as a Bulls fan? Dude, I'm feeling good, man. Um, last time I had this feeling, we know Derrick Rose was, you know, tearing the NBA up. He had up. two ACLs. And yeah, you know, it, there you go. So... <laughs> It was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next few years, we had to deal with the uh, management, which was terrible. Guard packs, glad they're gone. Um, nah, I think the moves are good, man. I'm, I like the DeRozan move. I don't know how he's going to fit in the roster, but I, I like it. Um, I'm hoping to see what they're going to do on the floor next. It's definitely not going to be a lot of defense being played, but yeah, we're going to score some points, though. <laughs> I tell you what. I think DeMar DeRozan will definitely help out for Zach, Vale- Zach Levine. Oh, yeah. Because when you're Chicago, when you're going against Chicago, you stop Zach Levine. You start, you stop That's that it. team. Yep, pretty I much. mean, I'm not worried about Denzel Valentine. No. You know what I'm no. saying? I'm not, I'm not worried about Wendell Carter no. killing me. You know? No. I think that, you know, with DeMar DeRozan, you get a bona fide score. Yeah, absolutely. He gets to open up the floor for Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. And also, Lonzo Ball, who yeah. you guys have signed as well, too. That right? pick, I li- that, um, that signing I like a lot, man. He brings the defense i will i will say that i there's a status i posted i don't know maybe a year or two ago where i said lonzo was trash and all the hype and everything so before anybody pulls it up on me he says yo what about this and what happened like he improved i like the tra- i like this uh trade you know yes. it, it's good for us um i'm not i'm not giving up on kobe i just don't think he's he's uh it right now um, I think, you know, a little bit more time he can, you know, get that starting role or become, you know, a good piece for us. But I like the Lonzo trade, though. Yeah, I think Lonzo is definitely a good pickup because, you know, especially for a, a team that, you know, was lacking in that point guard position. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Dunn who didn't work out. And yeah. You saw how that didn't yep. work. And, you know, continuously in that point guard position, there has been problems. So I think that, you know, if Lonzo can stay healthy, yeah. he will add a little bit of, you know, solidarity there with the Bulls. Absolutely. But, you know, with them missing, you know, the playoffs and seeing, you know, kind of the moves that they've made, you know, is there anything else that you think the Bulls need to get to, you know, really solidify themselves as a playoff team? Um, I would say another wing um, and probably a big man. <clears throat> I think they're talking about getting rid of marketing. and I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but yeah, I would say another wing and a big man, um, and then we should be set. Like I, like Theo said, I ain't thinking finals. I don't want everybody to think because yeah. we made trades. <laughs> like, all right, we going to the we're championship. To the right. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying that. I just think you know we'll make the playoffs this uh, this year. We'll you know probably make some noise, but I don't want to get too crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I like the. It's it's just feels good to be a Bulls fan again, man. I um. <laughs> The, the jerseys are buried in the back of the closet. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't no. even wear that. <laughs> He's still pulling out the black D-Rose jersey, right? <laughs> the shiny right, one. Not even the shiny one. That shit was hot, man. Yo, facts, that facts. Shit was hot. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, yeah it, it just, yeah, like I said, with the management and everything, man, um, it's, it, it feels good, man. It definitely feels good. Yeah, and I think that, you know, also... You know, on the other hand as well, too, you have a, a franchise now that you, it kind of seems like they have a little bit of hope. You know, yeah. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, like you alluded to before, you know, there's not really much motivation to watch a Bulls game. But, you know, I think that, you know, aside if, you know, Jeff has like a parlay going or something, <laughs> I could see myself watching a Bulls game. You know, they yeah. have some pieces yeah. there that I would like to watch for sure. You I just know? I just got a shout out my boy uh, Twan and the Lakers uh, for that Caruso trade. Oh, Appreciate oh, that. oh, man. You know I mean? <laughs> We're going to have a couple people. We said no Western Conference. We're not going to talk about those 
<laughs> old Lakers. <laughs> the decrepit Lakers. <laughs> Shout to do that shout out real yeah, quick, man. man. Honestly, I was a little, um, I was uh, shocked by that trade too, actually. But um, I think he'd be good. Be good. He's a pretty good defender. Um, his highlights, like putback dunks, are insane. Yeah, I mean, for a guy that, that is not even over six. No, exa- right? yeah, exactly. But yeah. you know, I think that one thing that Caruso does bring to that team is a championship pedigree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. You know, regardless, of, I mean, regardless of whatever happened in mm-hmm. Texas, where you know the whole weed right, shit. Right, right, yeah. You know, it's the off season. People get, you know, it, it's not like he was out here dealing dope. Right, nothing, it's, exactly. You know? like he was on the yeah. corner or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> He had a mistake, you know, right. we understand. And I think that sometimes, especially dealing with changing a scenery, a lot of people take it differently. You look at Chris Bryant, the guy was in tears in the Chicago yeah. Cubs dugout, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, sometimes it's a little bit difficult for people to make that adjustment. Right. But I think that Caruso will be fine in Chicago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, um, you know, real quick, you know, before I let you off the, the air here, Reese. You know what what's what's been going on with you in the past couple of days on the war zone? Man? Oh, man. Have, you, have you been playing? Like what, what's been uh, going, any new guns you've been trying out? I actually been playing with the QBZ, which is really it's shockingly good actually. Um, and I just recently unlocked the uh, CX nine. I think okay. it's okay. I've been seeing. I think it's like a heavy yeah, rifle. Like, or it's something. an SMG or something. It's not. It's it's not like that good as far as range goes. But dude, you get up close on somebody, it forget about it. It don't matter if they had a Mac Ten nail gun, whatever. They're going down automatically. Mm. It, it's it's ridiculous, man. And I I um I just unlocked that yesterday, but I don't know, man. Recently, man, Warzone feels a lot of hackers. Like oh yeah, dude, oh yeah. People are jumping up from behind crates and sniping me one shot, and I'm just like, dude, what the like, like yeah. come on, bro. And the that's fuck? the worst when you've already played 15 oh, minutes God. in the game. Like yo, how did this guy? Dude, then you see the kill count. We lobby. Right. We lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't playing. I ain't playing that. No more. No more. Man, like I remember one day, I think me and you were playing. We got two loadouts. We got ghosted up. I had a satchel. I had my eight plates. I got my guns. I'm ready to rock. And I think I take one step, and I'm down. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Dude sitting on a tower somewhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what am I do? <laughs> so like, I turned know, it off instantly. I'm like, I'm done. I don't yeah, even play this no more, man. And, and that's the thing that really, if you're out there and you're a hacker, man, I hate you. For, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I hate we you. hate you. Yes, we hate you. I, I hope you go to sleep early. <laughs> right? I hope your mom turns off your Xbox. I'm not wishing right? death on anybody. Nothing <laughs> yeah. crazy like that. Hopefully the Xbox blows up in your yeah. face or something. Remember the old Red Rings of Death? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I hope for that. Hope, hope vape smoke comes out of your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, real quick, give it up for Big Reese for coming yes, here on the show. Yes, Thank you so much, Reese. You, my boy. And yo, <laughs> don't ever come out here ice me out on my show. <laughs> this man killed me on my own show. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> But real quick, guys, you know, I, I thank you so much here for tuning into the show. You know, Big Blood Reese came on the show. You know, we had a, a nice guest appearance from my boy Theo as well, too. But, you know, I tell you what, man, there's still a lot more to go because we saved, you know, the, the one guy you all know, the one guy you all know me to, to be those good friends with here. Uh, he, he handed me my first loss on MLB The Show today. I, I don't know how I feel about having him here on the show here, but he gave me a nice slice of humble pie. So real quick. Give a big shout out to the biggest Nets fan, the realest Nets fan I know. The realest Nets fan I know. I'm going to catch some flack when I get on the Xbox party for that one. But everyone out there, please give a big round of applause for my boy, Jeffrey 
Difference from back when I was playing the game every day to now, where you know you're coming out with all the 99s. Now, what changed, dog? What happened? Uh, it just like you, you just gotta improve your lineup a little bit, you know. <laughs> See how he subtly tells me that, man. You gotta play the game. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, for those that don't know, this is Betmaster G to the right to me. He's been, you know, <laughs> he's been out here killing it with the betting, man. Capping, capping. No, not capping. No, he's killing it. But you were also somebody that when I called you, I called him during the verse to see if he was watching. I got that ignore button quick because my man was watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. He I, had to watch I was, I was tuned in. So what did you think of that versus battle, Jeff? Oh, it was the best one yet. Honestly, <laughs> like you can't. I don't. I don't think anybody else can top that. Really, you know, because yeah. I mean, from the locks' perspective, they were definitely a good performer. Yeah, good performance. It was entertaining. Dipset, bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very. He's he's giving an understatement. Very disappointing, man. <laughs> but um, you know, I have to ask you as well too. You know, what was your favorite part from that whole versus battle? Oh, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> so, so many. Probably one of them was probably the part when Jada Kiss was like, I should be at home watching the Honeymooners. <laughs> New York, what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, probably the other part when he pointed at uh, Joel's and he was like, I know people that went to prison to get their teeth fixed. And he pointed at Joel's. Oh, I was like, no. oh, man. I think another one was when he, when he went to, when he just finished performing, he was like, Yo, sit down, little nigga. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn, man. Or, how, how could you else grab the mic after that? Or, you know what I'm saying? or the Grammy line when he was like, all, we we know Grammys and all y'all know is Grams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. Oh, Jada Kiss topped it. He, yo, I'm he telling really you, man. He, he, I mean, after that performance, Jeff, I know we talked about, you know, best performance. Would you put Jada Kiss in your top five now? I mean, he was before. Mm, okay. Okay. But um, I tell you what, man. Like you said, Jadakiss is somebody that, you know, maybe for you, you know, is in your top five already. But I think for a lot of people, he, he proved why he deserves to be in that top five, you know. Um, he's definitely somebody that I, you know, I liked him, but I really underestimated how many hits the locks have, man. Yeah, no, they do. And honestly, if you're a true hip hop connoisseur, you knew that already. Mm -hmm. So you knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you did. I just, I just did. Cameron tried though. He put Dipset on his back for a little bit, right? A little bit, but 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 Cam. <laughs> Cam is to me. Cam is limited because, like, I, I feel like Cam's potential before the whole Goo Goo Gaga raps. <laughs> like, he horse and carriage. Cam was tough, and like yeah. when when he started wearing pink and stuff. Like, I, I like some of the songs, but some of it was just too much for me. It yeah. was too much. I mean, Jewels came out in three different outfits. Yeah, that, that was that was a little <laughs> extra. Like, yo, my man looked like. You know, he was, he was in Baghdad at first. Yeah. <laughs> you know what but I'm I mean, saying? But you, you can't lie. They stayed, 
they stay true to themselves, you uh-huh. know. And they always I dress just, that way, yeah. you know. So I think that also they ain't shows, switch up. And I think that shows too. I think Theo alluded to it too, but just the difference between like even it's New York City, just the difference between Yonkers guys yeah, Harlem. and Harlem yeah, dudes. Yeah. It, it's a big difference, especially for people that aren't from the tri-state area. I think that was something that was noticeably visible at that versus battle, you know. Nah, that's facts. But, you know, above all, it was definitely a big night for uh, you know, New York and you know, I I, I think also think that we underestimate too is at the end where, you know, they all went together and was like, yo, at the end of the day, it's all love. And they said, peace. You know what I'm saying? Had everybody in the crowd say peace. And, you know, I think that's dope, especially where, you know, you have a lot of times where when things end and where, you know, you have shootings and you have things that happen. Yeah. I didn't hear not one incident after that happened. So, like you said, I think that was big for hip hop. And even so, they continued on. They're going on tour now. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, was that all this whole purpose of that verse? Probably. Probably. (laughs) There's always an underlying factor, guys. There always is. Ig Parler says, what what we should be talking about are those new OG4 Talk That Talk show stickers. Oof. I think that's a better topic. Tim, why are you giving out all the goodies, bro? Oh, like, man. He's spilling the beans. Come on, Come on Tim. Tim. Yo, Tim. <laughs> see, I, I can't be mad at See, this is why I like him as a sponsor because he's so excited. You know, so excited <laughs> to show the people what we're working on, all right? Oh, but, yeah, we man. got some stickers in the work. Don't worry. You'll have one, Okay, too, okay. Jay. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I got, a, I got a nice little spot on my Xbox for that. Oh, one. see? That's what I like to hear. Not a PS5, an Xbox. You right? know the vibes. But, um, yo, we know your team. You know, we saw what happened, you know, with Katie oh. just coming inches from taking that team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Overall, Jeff, as a true Nets fan, what did you think of that Nets season? Um, I think... It was, it was we had we had championship aspirations. It was a little bit disappointing seeing us get that far and Kyrie going down. Honestly, that it, I, it, honestly, the tale of that whole season was just injuries. You yeah. know, KD. You know, the, from the start of the season, the whole COVID protocol thing. KD is out a couple games, like a week or two, and, and James Harden, and James Harden, and then. And the playoffs, Kyrie. So it's like, hopefully this year we can stay somewhat healthy, you know, throughout the year into the playoffs. And one of the things that you was he was so hyped to tell me was about some of those acquisitions on the Xbox. So you know, what are those those acquisitions, both in free agency and in the draft, that you're excited about as a Nets fan? Oh, I'm definitely excited about um, Patty Mills. I think Patty Mills is gonna. Uh, bring an edge to our bench mm-hmm. um we lost a couple guys but i feel like uh the the uh young guy cam thomas i think he's gonna bring something too to the bench we lost uh jeff green so we replaced Uncle jeff we replaced him with james johnson who's not as good as uh, a shooter but, but what does he bring he brings toughness so mm-hmm. i think during that buck series you saw they lacked Rebounding, especially uh, offensive. I don't. I don't know how many times I saw Giannis brick a free throw and Brook Lopez just put his hands up and grab a rebound, and they get a second possession. So we we need rebounding. We need guys that are going to crash the boards, that are going to bang, and you know do what what's necessary. Yeah. 
And I think that that's, like you said, that gritty, that toughness, that grind it out. Uh, you know, those guys that are willing to get dirty, get their hands dirty, you know. Um, I think that, like you said, James Johnson does fit that build for, you know, bringing a little bit of toughness to that team. And, and especially, like you said, the health. You know, health is definitely something that you can never predict, you know, uh, a guy getting hurt or, you know, not being at his, you know, 100%. But, you know, I think that, like you said, you know, the, the Nets are built around not just having one guy kill it, you know, and to have KD and James Harden and Kyrie all be healthy at the same time. We saw that that was a dangerous team to try and play against, man. But um, what we did see also, and the one that we are both fans of, we actually are fans of the same team here. <laughs> we're, we're big Mets fans. Yes, sir. So we saw that the Mets added Rich Hill. We saw that we they've added Javi Baez. He's hit a, a dinger for us to, you know, help us out and, and get us a lead here. But what we have seen is that the Mets have dropped a lot of games and are now just a half game up. So, you know, can you talk about what you've seen, you know, from when the Mets were really doing well and what's went wrong to where now we're fighting just to go into the playoffs? I just feel like the bats went quiet. Before it was the pitching. The, you know, the pitching was the one of the main problems because everybody was injured. But now I just feel like it's the bats, like, they forgot how to hit. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's tough, man, because, you know, you're having guys that, you know, at the beginning of the season, they're trying to find their form. But now these pitchers are in postseason form, right? I'm laughing at Pete. I didn't want Javi Baez. You're right, Pete. That so is what, very true. So what made you change to now you liking Javi Baez? Uh, I think... The other night when he was sliding into home plate. And oh, my picked, God. I saw that oh. play, and I was like, oh, that was, that was something different. So Guys, I was like, all right, you, right there, that changed my mind. If you <laughs> did not see that slide, please Google Javi Baez slide to home plate. The guy literally, he was, he was out. The ball beat him to the base. But what he did was he slid, altered his body, and extended the other arm to become safe and to give the Mets the lead. That was absolutely incredible. That's, that's a Peter slide right there, isn't it? <laughs> that's a Peter stealing second base slide, you know? But <laughs> See, I'll give you some, some crops there too, man. But, um, you know, I would say this, Jeff. You've alluded to also before about the Mets, you know, how they've had the follies at the end of the season. We know as it's custom to our Mets for this to happen, but how confident are you to us winning the division and kind of breaking out of that trend well right now my confidence is it's it's not all the way up i'll, I'll tell you that because i'm kind of worried about the ground so if the ground comes back and he's good i'm i'm pretty confident because the the best pitcher in baseball and when he's on nobody can stop him guys um, he is incredible man i mean what, what what's your favorite Degrom start this year it's too many, man. Right? He, he was mowing them down like <laughs> all season. I think one of mine was when uh, right before he got injured. I think he had uh, struck out the, the the first nine batters of the game. Yeah, and I was, yeah. when I, I was watching, I was like, about. dude, I think this guy is gonna have a perfect game. But it was sad to see him go out with injuries. But you know, do you think that they should have shelved him from the beginning, or do you think that this is somebody that we needed to keep going out there to see where he was at? Uh well, you know the Mets they have a history with their injured players. So, mm -hmm. you know, usually uh they either rush them back too soon or they protect them, you know. And I felt like 
they wanted to shell him up, but they also wanted to be competitive at the same time. So I, I, I think the Grom was hiding it too a little bit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie because just out of nowhere he was okay and then he had a bad start and then all of a sudden he's on the IL and then it was like, all right, you know, he, he's going to come back. And I was, I kept reading, Oh, he's progressing. He's throwing this and that. Then all of a sudden he has tightness again. So it's like, now he's out till what, September? I think so. And that's (laughs) right before the playoffs start. So it's it's like, like, mm. it's not, not. And then we got to see what's up with Syndergaard too. He's supposed to be coming back in September too. So, you know, I, I like Carrasco coming back. Carrasco, he looks like he's going to be a gamer for us. So mm-hmm. we just got to see how this pitching rotation is going to round out. And and, and Jairus Familia and, and uh, Edwin Diaz, Loop, uh, all those guys, May. Tre- Trevor May, uh, yeah, the Lugo, you guys got to step it up. They got to get it. They got to get, get it, it together. together. Get we, it together, please. Because if they do not start, <laughs> I tell please. you, Jeff, it's going to come down to a game three or a game five. And, you know, they're going to have to get three outs in the eighth, in the ninth. And, and you know, who knows what's going to happen. When I see Edwin Diaz come out of the bullpen, I'm like, oh, man. It's scary. And, and it, it's it scary. sucks because when you have your closer coming, that's supposed to be the guy that's shut out. 100% he's supposed to get a guy out. And I just haven't felt that way about the Mets pitchers, you know, in the relief part of the, the, the bullpen. And it's tough, man, especially if you're going out with championship aspirations, man. But once again, Jeff, I want to thank you again for coming here. Appreciate it, guest on the show. Third time. Right, third time, man. Yeah, we're about to break some records here, guys. But, you know, before I go, I definitely want to talk about, you know, two things. Um, we did get a, a big signing in, um, you know, Kemba Walker. And I think what a lot of people are underestimating is just the value that we are getting this guy at. And to just to break down some numbers to you guys, you know, when you're paying a guy in Derrick Rose who has, I don't even know if he has two knees anymore, um, you know, he over exceeded what we expected him to do. But to pay this man $30 million for three years, I thought was a little excessive, you know. I think it was a priority to get him back, but I think it's like that one girl, you know, that you take out that you don't really need to take her to dinner. You can just take her to the room. She's going to come back regardless. So that's what I felt like Derrick Rose was, you know. I didn't feel like we had to take him to dinner. You know, Benny Hanna's, he was still going to come back with some IHOP, you know. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I thought we overpaid for him. Uh, you know, I do think that, you know, getting back, you know, Alex Burks was also important. But when you look at Kemba Walker, who is a three-time All-Star and who has averaged 20 points per game multiple times when healthy to get for under $8 million, and Derrick Rose, Alec Burks are getting more money than this guy, that's a steal in my book, yo. That's a steal. I don't know anybody that should be getting $8 million. Granted. The guy does have some injury concerns, but I think it's one of those deals where, you know, even if he doesn't do as well, it's eight millions, it's still a flexible, manageable contract. Not everything is guaranteed. And what we have seen with the Knicks front office is they're not afraid to make some deals. But the one guy that I was not exactly too excited or frank with was Evan Fournier. I mean, you sign a guy for $70 million that doesn't have much playoff experience when you're trying to have a team to get far into the playoffs. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, 
we, we're going to have to see how it works out. If Evan Fournier becomes an all-star this year, I'll be like Reese and say, yo, I said that, my bad, you know, but <laughs> I tell you what, you know, $70 million, again, was a little bit too much for me. But, you know, when you when you have the flexibility of the cap space and, you know, you have the certain intertwerkings that we've had, you know, I think that things are looking up for the Knicks. And, you know, anybody out there that, again, wants to talk about free agency or what your team is, is going to potentially do, please look at all the things that go into the team needs, team contract, everything before you make a judgment. Because, like I said, I, I, over the past you know couple of days, there's been a lot of people making some judgments that were a little without some merit. So, guys, please do your research and, you know, rep your teams, man. Once again, big shout out to everybody that came here into the show tonight. I mean, we had three big-time guests. We also had an audience here. Um, like I said, I feel so special to have, you know, not only people that are here, you know, joining in live, but also people, you know, like Carl Samuels or Chris Shank Jr. on our Facebook live stream or Peter Dunn, you know, filling in the chat box over on Instagram. Yo, it means the world to me, guys, to have you guys continuously tune in and make this show one of the most downloaded shows, man. I mean, guys, you know, in the past week, we had over 400 downloads, and we're closing in on over 18,000 downloads. Yo, numbers don't lie, guys, but, you know, the one thing that I can continue to tell you is each and every week, you will have a version of the Talk That Talk show. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my best, and I promise that each and every week, I'm going to try and give you guys the best episode that you guys can not only watch live but also watch on google podcast apple podcast spotify youtube instagram we always leave these videos up so you can watch them afterwards you know once again thank you so much for tuning into the talk that talk show i wouldn't be here at 117 episodes if it wasn't for each and every one of you that continues to tune in each and every week i love you all thank you so much and next week i promise you I'll bring back a beer for that beer review, all right? No more seltzers. For the <laughs> Just for a little bit. <laughs> all right, thank you so much, guys. I love you. See you next week. All right.